Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. I'm Father Michael Sparrow from the Bellarmine Jesuit Retreat House. I'm here with our host of Healing the Whole Person, Joan McHugh, and some ladies from the uh, from the uh, WSFI studio here. And it's 3 o'clock. It is the time of divine mercy. So please... Join me now in praying this chaplet as we begin our radio program. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give, Give us, us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, Born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he arose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Eternal Father, we offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. For our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Keep in mind that Jesus Christ has died for us and is risen from the dead. He is our saving Lord. He is joy for all ages. Eternal Father, we offer you the body and blood, soul, and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, 
in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us us and on the whole world. Keep in mind that Jesus Christ has died for us and is risen from the dead. He is our saving Lord. He is joy for all ages. Eternal Father, we offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Keep in mind that Jesus Christ has died for us and is risen from the dead. He is our saving Lord, he is joy for all ages. Eternal Father, we offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. 
have mercy on us and on the whole world. Keep in mind that Jesus Christ has died for us and is risen from the dead. He is our saving Lord. He is joy for all ages. Eternal Father, we offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Keep in mind that Jesus Christ has died for us and is risen from the dead. He is our saving Lord. He is joy for all ages. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is blessed with the opportunity to participate with WSFI Catholic Radio in the new evangelization. Holy Family is your local resource for books, CDs, and DVDs from Catholic Answers, Ignatius Press, and all of the other fine publishers featured on Catholic Radio. Holy Family also has the area's largest selection of baptism, communion, and confirmation gifts. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MATT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. 
Father John A. Jim Nicky, the spiritual advisor for WSFI Radio. I've uh, been involved with this from, from day one. It's a great opportunity to preach the good news uh, to 500,000 people in an area that, that just hasn't gotten uh, the message over the airwaves. Uh, and we're really looking forward to share the faith uh, for each one of us to come closer and closer to God because of what Catholic Radio will bring to our area. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hello and welcome to Healing the Whole Person, another wonderful week and another beautiful priest, Father Michael Sparrow, who most of you know, he's a regular uh, host on the program. Um, he, he's a retreat director and spiritual director at the Bellarmine Jesuit Retreat House in Barrington. Father holds an MFA from the Yale School of Drama and a Doctor of Ministry from St. Mary of the Lake in Mundelein, Illinois. He is the founder of Caris, a national Jesuit retreat ministry for young adults in their 20s and 30s. Um, Father is seen regularly on Shalom World Catholic Television and is heard regularly on WKRC Radio in Cincinnati and WSFI Catholic Radio in Greater Chicagoland. So we're very um, happy to welcome Father today. I'm your moderator, Joan McHugh, and I understand, Father, you're going to be talk about uh, appropriate for Lent, um, blessed are those who mourn. Yes, exactly, Joan. I'm delighted to be with you and our listeners today uh, to talk about the healing power of mourning. Uh, on this program, we often uh, reflect on Jesus's miracles, and we pray for physical, emotional, and spiritual healing and so it may sound a bit contradictory to talk about the healing aspects of mourning but it's uh, the second of the Beatitudes and remember Jesus's promise is those who mourn will be comforted. Uh, one of the doctors of the Eastern doctors of the church Saint Gregory of Nyssa said it's impossible for one to live without tears who considers things exactly as they are. I think that's so true. It's impossible to live without tears if we look at life as it really is. St. John Chrysostom, another great orator and East, one of the Eastern doctors of the church, uh, recalls that Jesus calls those who mourn blessed. Their sorrow, he says, is of a special kind. He did not designate them simply as sad, but as intensely grieving. Therefore, he did not say, they that sorrow, but they that mourn. So mourning is this intense sorrow. It's entering into the pain of the world, our own pain, the pain of being united with Jesus on the cross, the pain of those who are suffering around the world. Pope Francis has spoken about this 
uh, often. Matter of fact, he's so. This is a rather rather radical statement on the part of Pope Francis. He said, "If you do not know how to weep, you are not a good Christian." What he means by that is when we consider all of the pain and suffering in the world, it has to touch our hearts. We listened to this program today after the tragic shooting of high school students down in Florida. 17, I believe 17 students are the latest count of those who died. And I was listening to a commentary on NPR radio and I, th I thought it was brilliant on the part of the commentator. He said, "Have we've heard so many of these tragedies over the last 10 years of school shootings. Have we lost our capacity to be able to feel? Have we simply grown used to it? Have we become numb to the pain? This is what Pope Francis is, is talking about in the face of these kinds of tragedies that we feel so conflicted about. We have to be able to mourn. In January of 2015, uh, Pope Francis was listening. He was over in the Philippines, and he was listening to a 14-year-old boy describe life in the streets there of Manila, a struggle to find food, the fight to ward off the temptation of sniffing glue to avoid adults looking for young people to exploit and abuse. And a 12-year-old girl rescued from the streets of that same foundation that helped the boy, she covered her face with her hands and she wept. She wept in front of the Holy Father. But she managed through her tears to ask the Pope, why does God let this happen to us? Pope Francis said that a real answer was impossible to give. But the question itself was more important, and the tears that accompanied the question were even more eloquent than her words. And then Pope Francis said, certain realities of life are seen only with tears, with eyes that are cleansed by tears. Certain realities of life are seen only with eyes that are cleansed by tears. Many of you know that I'm a Jesuit, and St. Ignatius experienced the gift of tears. In fact, St. Ignatius could not celebrate a Mass without breaking down in tears. And so intense, well, these were not just a few little tears trickling from the side of his eyes. This was intense sobbing at, at Mass when he considered his own sinfulness, the mercy of God, and the sufferings of Jesus in this unbloody sacrifice of, of the Mass, it would melt his heart and tears would flow. So prof profuse were his tears that at one point his doctor ordered him not to celebrate Mass for fear that he would go blind because of so, such an abundance of tears. But in the spiritual exercises, his great uh, program of spiritual renewal and transformation, St. Ignatius suggests that those who are praying the exercises pray for the grace to weep abundantly 
even over one's sins and over the pain and sorrow endured by Christ our Lord and over the pain and sorrow within the world. Again, Pope Francis, uh, in a conference with diocesan priests a, a number of years ago over in Rome, referred to the old Roman Missal that had a prayer that began something like this. Lord, you who commanded Moses to strike the rock so that water might gush forth, strike the stone of my heart. Strike the stone of my heart so that tears may flow in abundance. And then Pope Francis asked the priest, Do you weep? Or in this priesthood have we lost our tears? He went on and said, You see, sometimes in our lives, the glasses we need to see Jesus are tears. All of us in our lives have gone through moments of joy, pain, and sadness. We've all experienced these things. In the darkest moments, in the darkest moments, do we cry. Have we received the gift of tears that prepare our eyes to see the Lord? I've mentioned several times on this program, my dear friend, Father Jim Willig was a diocesan priest who died of renal cell cancer. He wrote a book about his cancer journey entitled Lessons from the School of Suffering. I think the most poignant thing he said in, in, in that book is, the most powerful thing I've learned in my bitter sorrow is to unite myself with Jesus on the cross who unites himself with us on our cross. The most powerful thing he has learned is to unite himself with Jesus on the cross who unites himself with us in our suffering. When we, when we experience that unity with Jesus, our hearts are going to break open and they are going to flow with compassion. Those tears soften our hearts to the suffering within the world. Blessed are those who mourn, says Jesus. The poet, storyteller, theologian John Shea has said that there are two images that we Catholic Christians gravitate toward. One is the image of Jesus in the manger, and the other is the image of the crucified on the cross. And what the, both of those image, images hold in common is they're images of radical vulnerability. The child held in the mother's arms, the naked man nailed to the cross. Both of them are images of radical vulnerability. When we experience our own vulnerability and the vulnerable vulnerability of the world, sometimes the most proper response is simply to burst into tears. A dear friend of mine, Al Gustafson, had his son, Mikey, uh, experience a brain tumor which would eventually take his life. You may know that um, families that experience the death of a young child have some phenomenal divorce rate. I, I think it's 75 or 80 percent 
of couples that lose a child end up divorced because the pain and the sadness overwhelms them. If they steal themselves from the pain and and they bury it inside, it will always come back in blame and anger. But if they enter into that mourning and they enter deeply into uniting their sufferings with, with Jesus, then that pain and that suffering can actually strengthen the marriage and strengthen their, their faith and bring them much closer to the Lord. That's what happened to my friend. It is happening to my friend Augustuson and his wife, Patty, and their two surviving children. They've become stronger as a result of this. And it's what happened to their child, Mikey, because they they wept with Mikey and they prayed with, with Mikey, even though they did everything they could do medically to save him. It, medical science was, was not able to cure the cancer, and eventually it took his life. Shortly before Mikey died, he wrote this poignant letter to his family and, he, and his friends. He said, during my cancer, so many people have helped me and my family. All the support that I got from other people helped me to stay positive and to continue doing all the hard things I needed to do. People think they, that if they have the latest thing, they'll be happy or feel cool. But I think we already have what we need. I used to worry about getting into a good college, but now I think what matters most is receiving and giving love. It's simple, but so hard, because we get in our own way of enjoying our life. Just sitting back and enjoying the simple things like looking out the window and enjoying the view. I wanted to be an inspiring parent. I really wanted to be a parent. I wanted to be a grandpa with a big farm on a lake and have all the grandchildren come over and play in my yard. It's so hard to give up all I thought my life would be. I never thought I would live to be only 14 years old. I lived such a privileged life and still I got cancer. However, I have been so lucky to know so many good people in the world. I can't believe how good God is. And if God is in all these special people, and I know he is, and we are all made in God's image, then we are all like God. And imagine, heaven is filled with all of these people made in his image. It makes me think that heaven is going to be such a wonderful place. The first thing I'm going to do when I get to heaven is to give God a big hug. He put so many wonderful people in my life, and I am just so grateful. I hope we can all be together in heaven. I hope we can all have a great house on a court with a lake and all my family and friends can live there. It will be so great. Love, Mikey Gustafson. That from a 14-year-old boy, shortly before he died of cancer, he entered into the mourning. He embraced the suffering. He wept with his brother and his sister, his mom and his dad. And he came out the other side. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. We're going to take a short break, and we'll come back and continue our consideration. Blessed are they who mourn, they will be comforted.
Hello, I am Bishop Don Hying from the Diocese of Gary, Indiana. Catholic Radio has a remarkable reach into the minds and hearts of all sorts of people who may not be going to church, who may not have any other connection to learning about the faith. I know so many people have grown in the Catholic faith because they listen to Catholic Radio. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Want an example of a false sense of security? How about relying on the life insurance you get through work to pay for all of your final expenses? Do you have plans to retire someday? Or do you plan on working for that company for the rest of your life? The fact is, you may lose your life insurance when you leave a company. I'm Matt Tomlinson from Catholic Financial Life, and I invite you to share your hopes and dreams with me. To discuss your options for protecting your family, call me at 847-548-MAT. That's 847-548-6288. Products and services not available in all states. Hi, this is Wes Riccio from the Holy Family Catholic Bookstore in Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin, wishing all of you a very blessed Advent season. Holy Family has a great selection of Advent wreaths, calendars, and devotionals to help you prepare for the coming of the Lord. And this Christmas, why not consider a gift of faith for your friends and loved ones? Whether you are shopping for a child or adult, Holy Family has the perfect gift. From cradle medals to clinging crosses, baby Bibles to study Bibles, sacred jewelry to sacred art, Holy Family has it all. For 22 years, the Holy Family Catholic Bookstore has served as a resource for the faithful in Northeast Illinois and Southeast Wisconsin. Let us help you give the gift of faith. Our historic 164-year-old building is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin, just two miles north of the state line. More information is available on Facebook. Hello and welcome back. We're talking with Father Michael Sparrow, um, SJ. He just gave the most beautiful presentation on Blessed Are Those Who Mourn. I was in tears at the end with the story of Mikey and the 14-year-old boy. Father, you just have the most wonderful and inspirational stories. You just lift us all into another realm here, a spiritual realm. Um, do you, did you want to continue, or I have a, I have a couple of questions, but what, what would you like to do? Sure. Do you want to? Let's hear your questions. <laughs> okay. So I'm very touched by a lot that you said, but one of them was um, the, one of the early church fathers, I, I forget who it was, but entering into the pain of the world. Now, you know, that's very uh, on my heart right now because there's so much pain in the world. And the shooting in Florida, yes. and you know all the people that are suffering at the hands of terrorists, and um, you know are so many <laughs> problems and so much pain. So how how do you how can you wrap your heart around that and and bring all that to God? What do you recommend? How do you pray about that? The pain of the world. Yes, sometimes. Uh, 
words are simply inadequate. And I think that's the point that Pope Francis is making when he says, pray for the gift of tears, that sometimes the only response that we can make to a senseless tragedy like 17 high school children uh, shot and killed by a former classmate, there's no way to make sense of that. And it's far beyond the issue of gun control, far beyond the issue of all of the political dimensions of that. The reality is those families are left without their, their child and no words are going to be able to bring, bring them back. And to stand in solidarity and allow ourselves to feel the pain and to know that this was not God's original plan. God did not intend for this world uh, to, to be corrupted by sin and violence and, and hatred. That was not part of God's original plan for the world. But it is part of the reality of what we live with in original sin, a world torn by violence. A, a poignant image in the scripture is Jesus, shortly before he dies, looking at, uh, uh, he's on the Mount of Olives, and you have the, a view of the whole city of Jerusalem, and Jesus weeps. There's a chapel right on the side of the hillside there. I visited it several times in pilgrimages to the Holy Land. It's called Dominus Flavid, the Lord wept. It's, it's the shortest verse in the New Testament, Jesus wept. When he looks at Jerusalem and he knows the destruction that is coming upon that city because of the hardness of the hearts of the people that they will not turn back to, to God. He knows the destruction that's coming to the, to the city. He has that foreknowledge. And Jesus' response to that is to weep. He said, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I long to gather you like a mother bird gathers her chicks under her arms and you rejected me. And Jesus, Jesus weeps in, in the face of so much of that. This, this weeping is not self-pity. And we're not talking about slipping into a clinical depression. What we're talking about is an appropriate emotional response to overwhelming sadness and tra tragedy. The Jesuit theologian, Father Walter Barkhart, calls contemplation a long, loving look at the real. In that sense, our tears become an act of contemplation because we're looking at the world as it is, and we're looking at it with compassion and love. And, and that transforms our hearts, that softens our hearts. It may not change the objective situation. It's not going to bring back those school children that are, that are changed, but it's the difference between does a, f does a family that loses a child, does the, does the couple end up blaming themselves, blaming each other, and then more pain and more suffering com comes into, into the world? Or does it transform their hearts and make them all the more compassionate? The, the sequel to that story about the Gustafson family, and they're, they're a wealthy uh, oh, they're a family of, of means. Uh, they, they took some of, the, of their money and they set up a, a special foundation in honor of their son, Mikey, for pediatric brain research. And they put on the board of directors uh, their two surviving children and their classmates and friends. So they invited other teenagers to decide how 
you know, with with this millions of dollars that were placed into the into this foundation, and the interest on that would that would be given away, they uh, the teenagers were invited to become to learn to become philanthropists, and to, and to take this take this money and decide, okay, how are you going to use this to help make of this world a, li a little better place. It's so beautiful. Empowering those teens. That's so beautiful. Yes. And so out of the darkness comes the light. Out of the pain comes pure joy, really. Yes. And teenagers who have confronted sadness and, and tragedy and said, this is not going to destroy me. I'm going to grow s stronger and more compassionate as a result of it. Mm. You know, St. Ignatius, when he had those tears at Mass, did he, do you think he had visions of the Lord, or was he just so caught up in what Jesus' suffering must have been like, and how? what what do you know about that i think it was all of the above okay. did he did he have visions <laughs> yes he, he was a visionary yes but he also taught us to pray with our imaginations he had a very active imagination so he could picture the the lord's suffering and he he remembered his own sin and he led a very sinful life up until the time of his conversion mm -hmm. and it wasn't that he doubted whether the Lord forgave him. No, he knew that the Lord forgave him. But it was like, how can the Lord be so merciful to forgive me when I've spat on the Lord, when I've stepped on his face so many, many times, and the Lord continues to forgive me? Mm -hmm. that, that brought his heart, his heart to tears. Mm -hmm. and, he, and the result of that was he became extraordinarily compassionate toward other people. And when we don't mourn, the opposite of, of, of mourning when we steal it in, when we just say, I'm gonna I'm gonna tough it through, you know, I don't I don't I don't need tears. The result of, of that is we become hardened and there's a like a, a wall of concrete that comes around our hearts. I I know that pers personally and one of the great sadnesses of my life was my own father got cancer. And he was not able to enter into that mourning. He entered into self-pity, and he, and he entered into anger. And he became angry, and I've told this story on this radio program before. He got very angry at my, at my mom, and he became filled with self-pity for himself. He, he, he couldn't enter into a holy mourning which would have transformed that pain. And the result was he, he went to his death feeling sorry for himself and feeling angry at everybody else around him. And I had to pray a long, long time for my dad after he died because I, I believe he went to purgatory so that the Lord could purify his, his heart and, and help, him let, help him forgive God mm -hmm. for allowing cancer to strip him of everything that he had worked for throughout his whole life. You know, he was a self-made self-made man and he feared he feared that vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And in the end the Lord invited him into that vulnerability and my dad said, "No, I'm not going to go there." 
And the Lord said, well, you're going whether you like it or not. And so kicking and screaming, mm-hmm. you know, he lost the use of his legs. He lost the use of his arms. He lost, the, you know, the ability to be able to control his, his bladder and his bowels. He, and eventually he lost the ability to be able to speak. The Lord said, will you surrender? And he said, no, will you surrender? No, will you surrender? No, no. Mm-hmm. And the Lord wasn't trying to break him. The Lord was trying to transform him. In the stubborn bohunk that he that he was, <laughs> you know, he couldn't he couldn't see that he was afraid of mm-hmm. that loss of control. The big, the big problem in his life was not the sea of cancer; it was the sea of control. Mm. And that's why, in my own mm-hmm. life, my dear friend Father Jim, his cancer was such. This sounds strange, but his cancer was one of the great gifts in my life because my friend, in invited me to walk with him he said michael i'm afraid i need your help help me make sense of this help me not run from the lord but run to the lord and he invited me to be with him and that that was so such a profound healing in my own life from this wound of my dad who pushed Mm -hmm. me and my mom and Mm -hmm. all of us away Mm -hmm. because he didn't know how my dad did not know how to mourn but i think you're speaking to a lot of people who either are that way or have a loved one who is that way you know who are so in control and maybe that's why we do need purgatory because we have to let go somehow before we get to heaven well the lord wants us to do that hard work here on Mm -hmm. earth the saints who have had mystical visions say it's far better to do the work on earth than it is as painful as it is to do it on earth it's more painful to do it in in purgatory so do do it now and that's where father jim's quote i think is so instructive the most powerful thing and i've learned in my bitter suffering is to unite my suffering Mm. with jesus on the cross who unites himself with me in my suffering jesus says you don't have to go through it alone let me be with you in this and so you may know, you, as you know, my husband recently died a few yes, weeks ago. Oh. And so he had all those things that your father had, the loss of everything. And the only thing he had left was that he could, he could breathe and he could hear maybe a little. But when he was dying, I didn't know if he was just not letting go or if he was in that state of wanting to control his own death uh, but we prayed the chaplet of mercy as he was dying yes and the lord promised that if you pray that chaplet while they're dying i myself will come as an intercessor and lead them to the father and that was so consoling to me because knowing how a control person my husband was yes. and this i i trusted the lord's words that he he came and and we, tommy died the minute we finished the chaplet and I felt like Jesus gave that gift to me to know that he came to take him <laughs> to the, because maybe Tommy wasn't even able to say yes, but Jesus took him, yes, you know? And yes. I love the chaplet for that reason. It's so consoling. Yes. And, and what a powerful symbol that was, that as you finished the symbol, yeah. your husband went we home died. to God. He died, he went home, and, and, and his soul I wonder if he was listening. I mean, he could hear, and when, we, when he finished, he was, he was, we were ready to go. Yes. I believe he was. I, I think I so. I think so. We're we'll gonna, be back. We'll come back, folks. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.
Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is blessed with the opportunity to participate with WSFI Catholic Radio in the new evangelization. Holy Family is your local resource for books, CDs, and DVDs from Catholic Answers, Ignatius Press, and all of the other fine publishers featured on Catholic Radio. Holy Family also has the area's largest selection of baptism, communion, and confirmation gifts. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Hi, Bonnie Quirk here. I'm the grandmother of 11 kids and the mother of seven. Catholic Radio is absolutely essential to spread the faith. We have to have it, and we have to have it right, and WSFI has it right. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Welcome back. Um, I hope you heard the last segment, the last few segments. Father Michael Sparrow from Jesu- uh, from Bellarmine Jesuit Retreat House is here talking about mourning. Father, your stories are just so uh, so intense and so so real, and I'm sure so many people related to the story about your father. You know, holding on and wanting to control everything. So, how? How would you talk to us and, and teach us to to prepare to to live so that we can let go? How how do we do that? How do we let go? I think it's a lifetime process, Joan. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the short answer is that we have to create space in our time to allow ourselves to feel our feelings. Nice. As our society becomes more and more plugged in and we spend more and more time looking at screens uh, and as we rush from one activity to the other we don't know we don't know what we're feeling that doesn't mean that we're not feeling we're just not aware of it and so it gets buried yes yes Uh, another powerful story and i can tell this uh story because it's in print the former um uh, chair of the board of directors at the bellarmine retreat house uh, was is a man by the name of Paul Bafico, and Paul was, at the time, he was the chairman, and uh, he was the president and CEO of Sears Automotive. So he's a high, high power business executive, and he did a fabulous job of being the chair of our board of directors. He retired with a very nice compensation package. At that point, after he retired, 
all of these feelings that he had suppressed from his time in Vietnam came to the surface. He had been a platoon leader back back in Vietnam. He had lost men under his his control, and he had just pushed it down, you know, in in the military part of part of the. Mm-hmm. And I work with military veterans. Mm-hmm. You you can't feel your feelings in the midst of of combat, sure. or, or or you're gonna melt down and you're, and you're gonna you're gonna die. So sure. you you gotta suppress it and move it move ahead. That makes great sense when you're on the battlefield, but you have to be able to process that. Well, Paul went from the military into a business career, very successful, and Sears was like ninety percent of his job. With not ninety percent of his life, when he retired, all of these feelings that he had suppressed came up, and they overwhelmed him because he had not done the hard work of mourning. He had to go into ther- therapy. His his marriage failed mm-hmm. a- as a result of this overwhelming mm-hmm. struggle. Mm-hmm. And the path for recovery for him, and he writes about this in his book, uh, which is a, a a memoir on this journey toward healing was going to Washington, D.C. and learning to become a docent at the Vietnam War Memorial mm-hmm. and and ministering to all of these other vets that, w- that would come and they would find the names of their buddies or the spouses mm-hmm. who had lost their, their loved ones or parents who had lost, lost their kids. And he would be there with them in their, in their sorrow. And he said, I, I know something of what you're feeling because I lof- lost my buddies. Oh. That, that pain is never going to go away, but it can be transformed. Yes. And Paul is a health, healthy man now. He's entered into veterans ministry. He started the Lake County Veterans Association. It's a story, a remarkable story of, of transformation. Remarkable. And what I'm picking up is that he was healed by helping others. Healed by helping, helping others. Helping others. That's the key, isn't it? Yes. Oh, my so beautiful. Father Matt Foley, uh, who is the p- pastor at St. James in Arlington Heights, three tours of, of duty over in, in Iraq, came, came back and as a chaplain, as a priest, and trained in compassionate ministry with others, needed help to be able to unpack his ministry. And uh, he's very active with us in our veterans ministry at, at the retreat house. And he said, veterans need to learn to mourn. Mm. It's, it's essential in, in the healing process. And he said, when I start feeling sorry for myself, or I feel myself slipping into depression, he said, I know it's time to go out and to help in the soup kitchen, or it's time to go out and, and volunteer in the pad shelter, to be with people yes, yes. Who are, whose lives have been broken and shattered, and to enter into service as a way of helping me through my own Because mind. others will bring you out of yourself. Yes. Others will... I see. Well, release the love in you, right? Yes, yes. When you can enter into, to feel your own, to, to feel your own sadness, it can help you uh, become more compassionate mm-hmm. toward the, the sufferings of others. And that, well, that story you told in the other segment about Mikey, at the end, he said, what matters most is receiving and giving love. That's right. And that is the key, isn't that, it? That is the key. That's the key to everything. It's the key to happiness. It's the key to spirituality. It's the key to being close to Jesus. But to Mikey only got to that place 
after I think his cancer journey was four years and multiple, multiple operations and in and out of remission and lots of prayer with his family and lots of tears and disappointments and heartaches, Mm -hmm. we can't jump to Easter Sunday without going, Fulton Mm -hmm. Sheen used to say this all the time, there's no Easter Sunday without a Good Good Friday. Friday. We we have to pass through the Good Friday, and that Good Friday is blessed are those who mourn. Oh, beautiful. But what Jesus says to us, and it's the Christian answer to suffering, is not that I'm going to take it away, but that I will be with you in the suffering. Mm -hmm. What's the name that is given to Jesus is God saves. Mm -hmm. Yahshua literally means God saves. And how does God save us? By being Emmanuel, by being with us. Mm -hmm. God doesn't say, and it's it's why in Catholic churches, we, we have Jesus on the cross. Protestant churches... It's the symbol of, of the resurrection. And both are powerful symbols, and both are true. The, the Protestant empty cross points to the joy and the power of the resurrection. Yes, there's power in that symbol. Mm-hmm. But the Catholic Church mm-hmm. puts Jesus on the cross because sure. we're still going through it. Sure. And Jesus says, I am Emmanuel. I am with you in your yes. suffering. Yes, yes. And at, at the moment of the resurrection he comes to thomas and jesus's wounds haven't disappeared have they (laughs) jesus says to thomas come touch my hands come put your hand in my my side Mm -hmm. thomas's his grief is transformed by uniting himself with these wounds of jesus and they're they're no longer bloody wounds they're no longer filled with with pus and they're 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 no longer oozing with 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 blood but they are but they are sacred wounds Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's jesus's desire for each of us he he doesn't say i'm gonna protect you Mm -hmm. from suffering so Mm -hmm. that you're not gonna suffer right joan your your husband has has died yes and that's a deep sorrow yes but jesus says I will be with you yes. in the midst of this. You don't have to go through it alone. And he was, and he is. And he was, and he is. Yes, yes. And you, you know that, yes. and that's why a few weeks yes. after your husband's death, you're able to be on yes. this radio yes. pro- radio program, and you're not descending into a pool of tears. No. Because no, no. throughout that whole journey, you were doing your spiritual homework. Yes, well, I felt... I felt like he was released from his purgatory on earth, and yes. he was. I'm rejoicing that he's probably with the Lord and with everybody that he loved on earth, yes. you know. Yes. And so we have two minutes left, Father. Um, we did receive some emails. Um, could I just name a few prayers Please. that are requested? And if anybody here has something, um, so there was prayers for to find a husband. <laughs> prayers to heal a marriage and prayers to heal the world of all the evil and to God to blanket this this world and the people with his love and mercy and and to to destroy the evil to <laughs> and so those are uh just a few of the emails and then there's that other prayers here too requested yes, yes. Uh, can we pr- pray for someone else in, in their suffering? Can we offer them up to the Lord? And, and the answer is absolutely yes, which is why part of an important 
part of this program mm -hmm. are our prayers of intercession mm -hmm. for those who are suffering. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we lift up this dear woman who is searching for a good husband. We lift up to you all those marriages that have been scarred by deep suffering and we pray that the healing power of mourning may save these marriages, transform these marriages, and unite this, these husbands and wives ever closer together. I lift up my friend Maria in Cincinnati who was rushed to the emergency room to earlier today with a blood clot. We lift up all of those families that are mourning in Florida, the, the 17 teenagers and the vice principal who have been killed. We bring you our broken, bleeding world, Lord Jesus. We bring them to the foot of your cross. We unite this suffering of our world to your suffering on the cross. For you are united with us. You are Emmanuel. You never turn your back on us. You continue to love us. Thank you, Jesus, for being such a compassionate Savior. Unite our hearts like yours. Father, could you give a, a, a message of blessing? May Almighty God bless us, continue to console us, touch our hearts, and teach us how to cry, teach us how to mourn, that we may rejoice in your victory. May your blessing be with us in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Father. been listening to Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.